Yes, hi, hello, welcome to episode four of Gooncast. I'm James, also known as Saber0307, and once again, I am joined by Kat and Lee. Hi, I'm Kat. Um, I am a QA tester by day, an artist, streamer, general gamer by night. Um, I'm responsible for some of the emotes on Saber's channel, uh, and I go by the attack cat on Twitch. What's going Most on, everybody? Nancy Drew. Sorry. Shut up. It's my turn. <laughs> Shut up. What's up, everybody? It's uh, Lee Alder, Valley Jester. And uh, back once again to enter the mental arena that is Gooncast with some uh, some very juicy topics, if I may say so myself. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So excited. Um, in fact, one of them I expect to be somewhat controversial, which is what we're starting with first, which is Resident Evil Village. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at Lee's Discord icon right now, um, which just happens wow. to be extremely relevant <laughs> yeah. to the discussion. Yes, <laughs> yes indeed. Um, yeah, for the for the listeners at home right now, uh, I kind of like that Heisenberg guy. <laughs> I think he's uh, I think he's pretty fucking cool. Just, just a little bit. A little bit, but yeah. I'll, I'll gush I'll gush about him later. Yeah. Um, overall, what are like first impressions of the game? Um, first impression for me, outside of the fact that I think, uh, hardcore went a little too hard, uh, mm-hmm. really solid, really solid first impressions anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little worried going into it that it was kind of going to get more into action schlock and there is, a, it is definitely more action E, but like the Gothic horror vibes and the village aesthetic, uh, felt really what nice and, and, uh. Uh, I, I was a big fan of Resident Evil 7 anyway, so mm-hmm. it was like slipping back into uh, something very comfortable. Agreed. Yeah. The the first, whatever, three hours of my initial gameplay, basically uh, to the dollhouse, were just almost flawless, I would say. Yeah, I um, I mean, overall, my, my first impression of the game was, <laughs> oh, this is what a Resident Evil game feels like. Uh, because I've been a gigantic fan of the franchise for years, but as an outsider, I've played bits and pieces of games here and there, and some like RE5 co-op with a with a buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. But Village is the first time that I've played an RE game to completion. Yeah, and, should we uh, should we kind of go over a little bit what our familiarity is with Resident Evil in general? First? Yeah, yeah, that's actually kind of what I was hoping we would we would do. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, so, there there was mine. Okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Um. I think RE7 was my first, like, independent of anyone recommending me anything. Um, and I played it on, uh, like, PlayStation VR, which was such an... Like, I can't recommend it highly enough because it's just such a cool experience in VR. I thought it was, like... Like, it was well worth the price of what I paid for my uh, my, my setup. Um, and, then, and then, basically, James has uh, kind of escorted me through... A lot of the rest of them, five and six, certainly we did the co-op. Um, Goddamn right. <laughs> we've done, uh, you know, a lot of. Uh, oh my gosh, what was what was the the mastermind game? Resistance. Resistance, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, I've 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 dabbled a little bit in the one of the RE one remakes on PC and and the RE two remake and, and I have not touched RE three yet, but. Yeah. I, ha- so I heckled I, you for the RE2 one, and I was very happy I, with that. I know, I know. 
And um, but yeah, so I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a super fan, but I am pretty familiar, although I'm not at all familiar with the um, the other kind of like inspiration for RE8, which um, a lot of people have been saying it's kind of a hybrid of RE7 and RE4. Um, and I'm not familiar with RE4 at all, which is which James will yell at me about a lot. <laughs> I'll yell at all of you a lot. Um, so I was I was first introduced actually to the franchise way back in like 1998. A uh, elementary school buddy of mine was like Dude. fifth grade. Uh, he had gotten Resident Evil Two, and he had the strategy guide with him uh, while we were on like the bus for some field trip or or something like that. Or you know he'd read it at break, and uh, I got super into the idea of just a horror game because I was a young young boy i didn't know they could do horror games on on game tainted know, by all. the world <laughs> yeah and so you know I, I i immediately go home and i tell my mom and dad oh you know i want to get resident evil you know if i ever get a playstation and my dad immediately interrupted me and was like you're never owning resident evil i know that's a violent game my friends play it you're never playing it you're never owning it uh so yeah i i i, I got to sit there on the sidelines reading about Resident Evil on shitty 56k 1998 internet and in video gaming magazines uh, for a while. Finally got a PlayStation about a year later. Uh, surprisingly enough, though, like the way my dad operated was uh, he, he was very staunchly against rated M games. But if he didn't know about the particular rated M game, he didn't really have an opinion on it. So there was no vetoing it. So I somehow wound up with Silent Hill before Resident Evil, which is arguably <laughs> far worse for a, a 11 or 12-year-old child to experience. James's dad, why? Because um, my, my, my mom let me rent it. And then my mom let me buy yeah, it. Oh, yeah, James' mom. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. On one hand, oh, yeah, let's, let's, fight some, let's fight some zombies in a spooky house in the middle of the woods. And then let's fight fetus of God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Uh, and then... Sometime shortly after I got my PlayStation One, my my whining and my mom being like, "It doesn't fuck. It's a video game." Uh, my dad eventually relented, and uh, I insisted on actually because I knew it was like some overarching narrative. I was like, "Oh, I have to play it from the beginning to understand everything." So my first was Resident Evil One Director's Cut Dual Shock Edition with the booty clown trumpet yeah. funeral music. Yeah, that's yeah. prime soundtrack material. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> I, I, wow. I mean, I guess technically the first Resident Evil thing I properly own was a Resident Evil 3 demo that came with Dino Crisis, because once again, my dad didn't know about Dino Crisis, so I was allowed to own Dino Crisis, <laughs> and it came with a Resident Evil 3 demo, but like the first full game that I owned was uh, Director's Cut DualShock, uh, and I played nice. most of the franchise since. I think the only ones I haven't played much of were Revelations 1 and 2. Mm hmm and I have never touched Dead Aim, although I want to. And then I haven't touched the uh, Operation... I haven't really played much of Operation Raccoon City or Umbrella Core, but those games are kind of terrible, so it's whatever. Have you have you played Gun Survivor? Uh, the very first one, yes. Not not Gun Survivor 2. Uh, okay. I, I remember... Jesus. Yeah, I, pl I played Gun Survivor when I was a kid, and I hated it. And then actually, I, I went through the entirety of... of uh, gun survivor on stream like a year or two ago and it was oh not it was not nearly as bad as i remembered it it was bad but like i didn't hate it nearly as much it was just okay. it, it was kind of charming in a way uh 
Yeah, yeah, Gun Survivor Cat was this first-person Resident Evil game that the idea was you're supposed to go through it like with a light gun, kind of like House of the Dead or, or Time Crisis or whatever. Um, okay. But instead of being on rails, you still had to explore. So it was this, it shipped with this weird control, like gun controller that you had to use like the D-pad on the gun to move around. But it, it its timing coming out was really terrible because Columbine had happened. So America, oh, the, U the US version of the game had the gun con support removed. So only Europe and Japan got it. So you had to play this first person game that was designed to be played with, with this gun that you'd plug into your PlayStation uh, mm -hmm. with a PlayStation 1 controller. And uh, oh my God. the controls Oof. are really terrible. <laughs> Oof. Uh, especially yeah. since it, it didn't support DualShock. Because uh, oh geez, yeah, that was uh, not not everybody had a DualShock controller for the PlayStation, so there were only a handful of games that supported DualShock. Jesus, I'm trying to imagine playing something like Time Crisis with that sort of restriction, and that's just yeah, that's a war crime. That's, yeah, that, that is not okay. I might I might go through Gun Survivor again at some point on stream. Uh, it, it's a short game; it's only like an hour long, but you can't like save at all during it. So like oh. if 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 you wind mm. up dying, you have to replay the entire game from scratch, and oh, uh, yeah, if I remember correctly, on stream I got to the final boss and then died, and oh. had to redo the entire fucking game. And Walter's just like Jesus Christ. Oh God. Oh that oh that reminds me of a delightful side story. Uh, so there was this there was this time that uh, Saber and I went to one of his work functions uh, for one of the it was like a. I think it was a rap party. Naughty Dog uh, Christmas for... party, baby. Yeah, Naughty Dog Christmas what? party. That was it. Wait, which one? This was held at a Dave and Buster's. In 20... okay. 2014. Yeah, okay, so, so before, for... Before my time, then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for those of you out there who uh, who don't have a Dave and Buster's nearby you, it's Chuck E. Cheese full of alcoholics. It's, <laughs> it's fantastic. There's arcade games everywhere, lights and sounds, Vegas style. It's wonderful. And uh, we, we decide to... Uh, just go whole hog on House of the Dead 2. And um, we just decide to devote our entire time for the foreseeable future to be beating this game because as part of this Christmas event, we had basically unlimited credits, so we yep. could just keep playing. Oh my god. And we get through 98-ish percent of the game. We are at the room outside of the final boss battle after a grueling boss gauntlet. And the game crashes. <gasps> no. It's yeah. an arcade cabinet. Yeah. And and people who are here playing try to crash games for a living. <laughs> and and, and I was so sad and, and amused. You were you were you weren't even like you couldn't even get angry. You just <laughs> lost all hope. I was like, this is supposed to be my time away from work and my time away from breaking games. I'm supposed to be having fun. Yep. And yet I, I crashed an arcade cabinet. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. So it yeah, kind of, yeah, that's, so that's, that's kind of what I get the, uh, the gun survivor vibes on. Yeah. But, um, God. Yeah. The, like cat, like you brought up the, the major comparison that I hear is to RE4, mm -hmm. which, um, I talked about, uh, a bit on, my first village stream and uh which led to another another great story of uh i was kind of given a spiel to to chat about my my history with the franchise 
And I I had the, the my relationship with RE4 is kind of like what it was for me in Attack on Titan. When Attack mm-hmm. on Titan came out, people are clawing at you like the living dead going you you gotta you mm-hmm. gotta get into this shit it was like i was that asshole with season one of game of thrones like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. back back before you know in the before times in the yes. before times and uh you were so I, young and so naive so full of hope oh sweet summer children <laughs> and um i i didn't want to play re4 just because i had so many people like hounding at me about it so while i'm going on this spiel Saber is in my chat and goes like, oh, my God, like he's never played RE4. That's a fucking crime. I'm going to fix this. And he gets me RE4 on Steam and I don't notice that I got gifted it. And then apparently uh, what began as me trying to explain my relationship with RE4 turned into a a fucking hipster rant about like how I was too good to play RE4 and Saber immediately retracts the gift. Well, you said oh, yeah. you said I was never gonna play RE4. I was like, well, if you're never gonna play it, I might well, as well refund it. Guy. You fucking hipster. <laughs> oh, some funny shit. Yeah, but Excellent. yeah, from everything I've seen about it, um, that's one of the things I wanted to bring up uh, in our village conversation was the theory that Village is the way it is because it's a dry run of RE4 remake. It's possible. There's some speculation. I I am in the I'm in the firm camp where I don't fucking want to see an RE4 remake. Mm-hmm. Um because the original like the, the main thing with remaking Resident Evil 1, 2, and 3 is they're trapped on older hardware and they really haven't been ported to newer hardware. Um so it was like it, it makes sense to to remake it because Capcom they ported it to the PlayStation 3 through through the PSN, but mm-hmm. that's it. They never brought them to like PlayStation 4 or they never made them digital download on Xbox or PC or, or anything like that. Resident Evil 4, while it did come out in 2005, because of the engine it's on, it's been ported to damn near fucking everything. Right? Skyrim before there was Skyrim. Yeah. And mm, gotcha. It mostly like it it pretty much holds up. Like if if you think Resident Evil 5 holds up like like gameplay wise, Resident Evil 4 holds up gameplay wise as well because it's outside of the fact that there's co-op, it's virtually the same gameplay system. Um mm-hmm. like I I would much rather see Capcom remake Resident Evil Code Veronica because that's like the last uh fixed camera angle tank control uh old school um resident evil game that they that that is hasn't really been touched up at all like mm-hmm. and and it is a divisive yeah. title or i i we, would we deserve alfred ashford in hd yeah <laughs> uh, or like i i would i would love for them to remake resident evil gun survivor in re engine just not a not as a light gun game but as a fully fleshed out first person resident evil game i think that could be cool like gun survivor yeah it's interesting it may be a jank game but there's like nowhere to go from up but up right Mm -hmm. resident evil 4 is one of those games that is like a de facto defining generational sort of game yeah and which unfortunately does make it prime for a remake because it does sell it on the fact that it's this hugely 
influential and well-made game already. It does, so. but the second they start cutting stuff, which is most likely mm. a, a strong possibility just because the fact that it's like, start cutting stuff or start changing stuff, that's, mm. that's when you run the risk of really fucking the entire thing up. Because it sure. is so immaculately I mean, or paced. Could, or you could get into Silent Hill HD remake territory. Yeah, where yeah. They just, they fundamentally break the graphics so hard that it's just like, yeah. how is this uglier than a PS1 game? <laughs> yeah, I heard the horror stories about that. That was oh, just... I own it. It's... I, it's rough. I, I tried. I tried. I've actually never played... Um, I've never, like, played played through both the silent this is kind of off topic but never played through any of the si early silent hills because uh my friend who had like a ps2 was the one like controlling it so i've i've seen them played right i've 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 technically like couch co-op sat through all of them i was never able to play because the only option i had was the hd collection and i couldn't get through the first like opening scenes i was like i'm sorry harry i'm out of here <laughs> yeah it's it's the it's the little sibling thing of like mm -hmm. You know, yeah, sure, we can game together. You get the Mad Cats controller. Yes, yeah. yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's... which I was fine with. I, I back in the day, I wasn't big on, or I wasn't very good at uh, controller-based games. I was mostly like, I grew up mostly PC, mm -hmm. and even at that point, like not shooters. You know, so the the less I had a controller in my hand, the better. Obviously, that's very different now. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, like... um, so. Getting back to RE8, I guess. Yeah. Um, does anyone want to talk about final, like, like thoughts once we've, you know, gotten through everything? Because... Yeah, I'll let you two go first, because I might be the strongest opinionated on this one. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, Alright, I'll bite. Um, uh, I have beaten this game six times. Mm. Um, I, I adore about 85 to 90 percent of it mm -hmm. um i've done the i've done a lot of the challenges i've done the knife only run i've done the under three hours challenge uh hardcore and uh sometime this week i'm gonna start village of shadows which i'm i'm surprised at myself i haven't done yet um mostly what i want to focus on with this is what is how refreshing it is tonally um re7 got a lot of flack when it came out for switching to the first person perspective and at the same time it was praised for the return to atmospheric form yep. because mm -hmm. there was the slow increase over the the middle era of the games with like four, five, six, that there was just this increasing action factor going into all of them. Because there was that massive boom that happened because of Gears of War, of the cover-based shooters becoming huge. Mm -hmm. And aspects of those started to trickle in to Resident Evil, with especially RE6 being notoriously the most influenced by certainly, that. Certainly. It's actually a f fun thing about that. Like, Cliff Blazinski with Gears of War, like, the entire thing exists because of Resident Evil 4. So it's like Resident Evil 4 started wow. that trend and then it was just amplified because of like Gears of War and, and all the other like bombastic shooters that, that took influence from RE4. So it's like, are people like the action in RE4 
people like other action, let's increase it from f to five. And then five was slightly less received than f well received than four, but still pretty well received. And it sold gangbusters, I believe. Uh, at least I don't know if it still is, but it was at the time for like a decade or more the highest selling, best selling Resident Evil game of all time. Damn. Uh, I, I think even the best-selling Capcom game until Monster Hunter World came out. Um, yeah, Monster Hunter World dominated. <laughs> yeah, and so Capcom was like, well, if we stick in even more action, it'll sell even more. And that's mm -hmm. how we got Resident Evil 6. And, yeah, um, which, love it or hate it, you can't, you, you can't deny it was polarizing. Yeah, yeah it was very polarizing. Uh -huh. But, um, yeah, so Seven was the atmospheric return to form, and they, they wanted to put it in the first-person perspective to really get you in there and, like, feel that sense of helplessness, which was nice coming off of the, the heels of Six, which was, mm -hmm. you know, the monster that it had become. And so for Eight, I, I was happy to see them stick with the, the atmosphere and the tone that they set up with Seven. I was happy to see Ethan back. He grew into himself a lot in this game. Um, I think as a character, he he became a much a much stronger presence. Um, but the the reason people are going to play Village is because of the setting and because of the influence of the Four Lords, who are the the driving antagonists of the story. Uh, this the the plot is divided somewhat evenly between the four of them, um, with with a couple of them getting a little less shine, uh, and one segment um, of the game that kind of goes off the rails. Yeah. I was going to say of of the split I'd say probably hmm but Dimitrescu and Heisenberg by far have the most. Yes, yeah. I was I was trying to give I was trying to give percentages. I would say ah. Heisenberg has the most like screen time for his section. Um then Lady Dimitrescu, then uh the what's her face dollhouse i don't know her name donna um and then moreau is kind of the red yeah child, yeah bit. my my boy my boy moreau got got shafted a little bit a little a little which yeah. is a shame because he's the best uh, <laughs> he's, he's i'm the best <laughs> um but they they did something very interesting that a lot of people reviewing the game have pointed out but it's worth doubling down on which is each of the four lords represents sort of a famous style of horror or a famous mm -hmm. uh, character reference. So with with Lady Dimitrescu, you have you know the very classic Victorian Gothic uh, vampire design, mm -hmm. with her three daughters being a throwback to Dracula's three brides. Mm -hmm. um, you get the very like atmospheric. Uh, ghost haunting stories that are very popular with things like The Conjuring, which we'll talk about in a later podcast. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Mm -hmm. um, you get uh, you get the body horror slash the fear of the depths of the ocean that H.P. Lovecraft, Lovecraft made yep. famous, exactly, with Moreau. Um, and then Heisenberg is just straight up Victor Frankenstein. Um, yeah, Victor Frankenstein, a little bit of... Tetsuo the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah to the Iron Man's yeah, another great example. Um, and how they tonally create these individual areas was just wonderful. I mean, the 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 castle section that basically opens the game. There's a prologue section that feels like it stretches on for fucking ever, but the game basically mm -hmm. really starts once you get to the castle. 
And once you're there, it feels like a like, you know, you're back to to patrolling the the cramped hallways of the house in Louisiana. It's comfortable, but it's a new it's a new aesthetic. It's pleasing. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying. And then fuck you. Where's my gun? Mm -hmm. And House Beneviento is something that I think we can all agree is the highlight of the game. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, the fucking gigantic Norman's fetus chasing you uh, was one of the most horrifying fucking things. God, it was, I have seen yeah. in a game recently. <laughs> Genuinely shocking. I can't believe, like, because when you when you're speed running that game, because um, you know, full disclosure, I too have played through five times. I am currently sitting at two trophies away from the PlayStation Platinum. The only yeah. two I'm missing are uh, mercenaries. Um, which yeah, I, that's all I said too. I, I don't fucking mercenaries. I, yeah, I mean, you're also you you need village as well, right? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm missing the mercenaries achievements and mm -hmm. um, the village of shadows, yeah. but I'm also trying to do the challenge completions, which yeah, yeah, are kind of tedious. Yeah. yeah, I hit I once I I hit I did I did one playthrough of you know just general kind of like playing through the game the first time that I streamed, then I did uh one of uh you know. 100%ing the map, just 100% completion. Then I did Village of Shadows, and then I did my my speed run and my my knife only runs. So, so I've basically covered the whole game at this point, and and uh, the house house Donna's house, the dollhouse, um, for taking up such a small chunk of gameplay. It's you can get through it in like ten minutes, yeah. maybe even less. And it's just, but like when the first time you go in there and you're actually experiencing it, oh my God, it's horrifying. It's amazing. It's like they took all the right lessons from PT and yeah, it's just, yes. it's, it's so good. It's very PT. I'm, I'm glad Saber was, uh, was trolling my, my, uh, stream when I got to that section. Yeah. He was doing the same to me. Oh, you're goddamn oh. right. I was, it was, <laughs> dude, that, that shit was so funny. Like I'm. I'm going through and editing that footage right now. Um, the latest video I put out on my channel ends with the where's my gun? <laughs> and I just remember my chat being filled with like all capitals messages like like the way I'm I'm trolling with fucking Val in Wonderworld. Saber <laughs> just going like, yeah, yeah, where's your fucking gun? Wonderful. Um yeah, the pacing, the atmosphere of all that is is fantastic. Um, then we get to the section, like, and then Moreau, and Moreau's great. I just wish there was more of him. Um, and they did cut some, uh, they did cut some material of his, which is a shame. There was going to be a section where you were going to encounter Moreau sooner, and he's gathering bodies for um, Cadeau experiments. Yes, that's what I saw that in the uh, concept art. Yeah, which and I, I thought like, would have been delightful. That like, would have been great. Yeah, maybe like a maybe a section where like you have to hide amongst bodies of corpses, like piles of corpses, so he doesn't find you. That could have been mm -hmm. cool. Um, and then you get to the fuck factory. And as much yeah. as I love my boy Heisenberg, we got to trim the fat off of this fucking factory section. Well, you're you're also forgetting about the lichen, the lichen cave. Oh, oh yeah, the fortress God. with uh with Urias. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I. I mind it so much it's it's the most like combat heavy well, section of the game but it just kind of drags i don't think i would have minded it as much if then the factory had been a little tighter and a little more horrifying um frankly i it 
So not to cut the love fest off a little bit, but I agree with everything Lee has said up until this point. Um, but I think the game did start to lose me. It started to lose me a little at Moreau because uh, a lot of the fish parts specifically felt like um, the boss fight with uh, what's his face in RE5. Irving? The guy who turns into a fish. The best, yes. The best Irving? Irving. Best boy? <laughs> not, not best boy. <laughs> absolutely best boy. You still don't know what she's doing. James, you're making me look bad. <laughs> you still don't. You still are going to get a load of my fish. <laughs> the best. <laughs> yeah, ba basically picture Moreau, except for he like sounds like a stereotypical New York gangster. Oh, oh I love it. Bones That's, Malone. It's 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 great. And he's and just the fish boys. He keeps and the fish boys. he just keeps saying like use and it's oh. it's great. He's yeah. a Wesker un underling and it's wonderful. Yes, it's great. Um but the uh uh yeah, the factory was definitely kind of like you know, I I'd like I, on subsequent playthroughs, I definitely didn't mind it as much knowing what it was. Um my first time through, I was a little bit like looking at my watch kind of like wh when does the horror come back because yeah these these uh you know half um you know machinery men uh these like technomancer zombies they're kind of neat but they're also kind of bullet sponges and they just kind of pop out at you and and chase you for a bit and they're pretty easy to juke and you know i don't know just it 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 lost me a little. Yeah. I guess yeah, maybe it... that speaks to kind of like what you were saying earlier, that not just are they kind of like direct, not just are each of the Lords direct references to literary styles of horror, but I think maybe they're also references to gameplay styles of horror and the, you know, the sort of uh, enemies are, are insanely hard to kill and really beefy and just one shot you um, but like they're they're really easy to just kind of run around, and there's just a ton of them. And I don't know. I guess it's just not not really my aesthetic, and not really my my speed. Um, and that's an interesting point you raised that each of the sections with the lords kind of plays a different style of game as well, because Benefiento mm -hmm. is very much the like uh, I hate using the term walking simulator. But um, like yeah, the, the but games like Visage and mm -hmm. Outlast that are very, mm -hmm. you know, very big in that realm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're we're it. It's still a horror game, but you are not you have no means of interacting with the world except movement. Movement yeah. and puzzles. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and then, I, yeah. yeah, Moreau being a bit of like the the puzzle-based boss where a lot of what you're doing is based on timing of his attacks and mm -hmm. trying to like build a path away from him and things like that and then yeah you're into straight on bullet sponge mode with the mm -hmm. with the factory yeah where it's it's got it's got that it's got that body horror of like you know like almost uh oh my god I'm trying to think you know it's maybe a little event horizony or something it's like got all like human experimentation um but but that's where the horror ends. The horror does not leach into the gameplay. Gameplay becomes much more action oriented, um, which then I think kind of segues us to the end. Um, <laughs> to to Saber's favorite section of the yeah, game, <laughs> which is which is I think where we're all going to kind of have slightly <laughs> different opinions. Chris yeah. on duty, modern werewolf. <laughs> the Chris single on duty, modern werewolf, fucking yep. worst. 
part of this entire fucking game where I was 100% completely fucking lost, and I got yeah. so angry that it's like, I, I don't fucking care anymore. So, so, Saber got extremely angry at that part. I got mostly angry at that part. Um, I was confused. Yeah. I, I will say I, I think I'm probably the most, well, actually, I don't know, because I think Saber might be just more angry about, I'm probably the most disappointed in the narrative. Oh, I'm, 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 I, I'm also uh, equally disappointed, but maybe for slightly okay. different reasons. Possibly. Um, yeah. Like for, for me, um, a lot, a lot of my anger at the Chris on duty part, <laughs> besides it just turning into full action Resident Evil 6 action schlock, which is like, yes, I, I'm fine with Resident Evil 6 action schlock. I'm fine with action horror, but this mm -hmm. is not the game that I was promised. Mm -hmm. Uh, for me. And I vented about this to you, Kat, numerous times mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about all sorts of different games. But it, it ticks the one fucking thing that makes me hate games more often than not. And it's that fucking condescending hint VO. Where Oh yes, God. Where I'm, ready the, for, I'm ready for you to use the targeting <laughs> laser. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm Boss, just use the targeting laser now. And it's like fuck off. I'm being swarmed by werewolves who do a shit ton of fucking damage. Doesn't matter how quickly I can kill them. I know to use the targeting laser. You, all you have to do is tell me it's ready, and I will use it when I can. But mm -hmm. to spam it every 30 to 60 seconds, when it takes, like, on your first playthrough anyway, before you have, like, infinite ammo or whatever, when it takes you, like, two minutes to clear out a spawn of werewolves, I don't want to hear, use the targeting laser. Use the Like, I fucking know. And and that that shit, like like just thoughtless implementation of hint vo, yeah, aggravates me. Like if that was if uh, like let's say I had killed all the werewolves and it had been sixty seconds and I was still dicking around, sure, throw me a hint vo. I can understand mm -hmm. maybe some some less savvy player or some inexperienced player not necessarily remembering or knowing what to do. Sure. Mm -hmm. But when I'm actually being swarmed by enemies and it takes like 20, 30 seconds to charge up the targeting laser and the second you get hit, all that charge goes away, I, I don't want to be reminded about it. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. yeah, just shut up with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to highlight three things that so first of all this is going to be spoilers for sure this is going to be heavy heavy spoilers for like twists and everything so if you've made it this far and like you know right now we've only kind of like touched on things that you know basically everyone knows already about the i guess we've spoiled a couple of things but but this is heavy spoilers from here on out um and i will i will preface it also by saying that i don't hate the game by any stretch of the imagination i like obviously i've played it five times through already yeah, I, I, I as much as I don't I, hate the game. As much as I hate the last chunk of the game, I mm -hmm. like I, I still find it playable and I like the first chunk the first few yeah. chunks enough. I think they did a I think they did a most like I think they did a really, really good job. It's just I think they didn't stick the landing. Yeah. And 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 here are the three things that bothered me the most about the ending. <laughs> the first is the twist. The okay. big twist we're at the with, end. We're starting juicy, okay. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, um, 
after after you've defeated Heisenberg, so he's he's mutated into a giant tractor human hybrid beast, and, and you I, exploded I him. I fucking hate that boss fight. <laughs> oh god, have you have mutated you played... into a giant tractor? It, it, it's has given you a trash tank. It it it, 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 <laughs> yes. it it turn it just turns into Resident Evil Six vehicle schlock, and it's funny too because Chris goes, it "It's made out of a metal Heisenberg can't control." And then midway through the fight, Heisenberg uses teleportation powers to lift the fucking tank in the fucking oh air. Wait a fucking lie, Chris. Chris. You suck. <laughs> um, but also, have you guys played it on Village of Shadows? Not yet. I, I, I've only oh, yeah. I've only beaten the game three times, which is prepare this, to fucking yeah. hate yourself and everything about everything because that fight on Village of Shadows, I, oh my god, <laughs> it was a nightmare. I was like, because you know how you have to like hit the hit the weak weak spots, hit the four weak spots. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to do it six times. Oh jeez, never getting hit because oh. you can't heal and you can't like. Oh, it got it's a night. It's it's doing it on hardcore was a pain in the ass. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. I just I don't even anyway. Um so uh but so yeah, you've you've defeated Heisenberg and uh Mother Miranda shows up and rips Ethan's heart out. And then the game's like, "Oh my god, Ethan's dead. Go play as Chris for 20 minutes." And you're like, "Okay, cool." Um Chris Heads over to, you know, he goes through his whole level. He makes it to Miranda's secret lab, which has... This is actually also covering the other two points that I didn't like about the ending, but I will cover them separately. Um, and he saves... He's He finds that Maya is still alive. And he saves... Or Mia. Sorry. Get, getting Maya... You know, she's the, the other uh, Phoenix Wright psychic sister. <laughs> Mia is still alive. And he saves her, and she's like, oh, Ethan's definitely not dead. And then we cut back to Ethan, and he's having a, a conversation in fucking ice heaven or something with Evelyn. Um, and the conversation is, you've been a mold person since the beginning of RE7. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> and, um, like... So I can see a world where that is a compelling revelation. I actually genuinely can. But what I feel like it is, is I feel like the dev team saw all the jokes that were being made about how crazy durable Ethan was. And they were like, oh shit, we need to explain this. How can we do it with 20 minutes to spare? <laughs> Well, and at least for me, the moments where I would notice those things of like, oh, Ethan's a pretty tough fucking guy, I would suspend the, I would suspend the yeah. disbelief because I think, I think my head just allowed the first aid medicine to be that busted. Yeah. Yes, like, Lady exactly. Demetrius takes off your arm in Just, act okay. one and you fucking super glue it back on basically. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. The, I, but I, the liquid, the liquid repairs your jacket. And mm -hmm. so I thought, oh, yes. oh, it's this, just this is some really potent shit. That was my mm -hmm. shit from Resident Evil Seven when when fucking Mia chainsaws your fucking arm off and yeah. it gets stapled back on and poured with first aid medicine. Or if you if like... you get the rare event where Jack Baker catches you, oh yeah, yeah. chops yeah. off your fucking leg and then gives yep. you a first aid medicine and tells you, hey, put your leg back on. 
Yeah. It's yes. like my I, I was already like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, stranger shit's fucking happened. It, yes, exactly. Like the end of RE7 is you fight a giant like mold face with a gun named after Albert Wesker. I'm like, who who cares at this point that our protagonist is, you know, sturdy? Not not uh, yeah. yeah, exactly what you're saying, Lee. I was able to suspend my disbelief. It's not it's not a thing that re- I'm tired of of games and movies and TV shows seeming to think that the audience requires an explanation for inane shit that can just be, you know, essentially hand-waved by the narrative, by the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. We not, don't need explanations not, for not, not to mention, like, we're, we've had that throughout the entirety of the franchise because we know, like, you know, if you're not the player, play, player character and you get mm-hmm. bit by a zombie, you immediately, mm-hmm. you're going to turn into a zombie. You're basically dead. Yeah. You're, a good, you're as good as dead. Player character can get by a zombie all fucking goddamn day. Right. Yeah, exactly. And and exactly. we suspend our disbelief, and it, it's yeah. fine. And I think this twist retroactively ruins a lot of seven, especially the ending, because it, it makes yes. everybody in the ending of seven completely fucking incompetent and stupid. Yes. Because it's like, is, why why wouldn't you scan Ethan to see if he's still like, infected? Yes. Like actually, uh, my chat and I were having a discussion about this at the end because I my reaction the first time I went through it was very like negative, um, and. Yeah, it was like I was I was getting arguments back being like, oh, well, they're the military and the military, like, you know, military intelligence is an oxymoron. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, no, but listen, I I, I worked at a hospital like, you know, there like if there's an outbreak somewhere, there are people there are specialists there, you know, like you don't just like what do you think we do about like Ebola and like crazy shit like that? Right. There's, like it's like there's it's not, you know, I I get it. We're in the middle of a pandemic that, but that was, you know, there's literally a file. Confidence. There's, there's literally a fucking file in Ethan's house where the BSAA mm-hmm. slash Chris Redfield's group or whatever scanned fucking Rose yeah, when she was born to see if she baby. was infected or not. And it's like, you yeah, don't do that for me, Ethan. Not, you're and, telling me nobody, nobody thought to scan the guy who's been stuck in the fucking, you know, crazy hippie mold murder house for three days. And, and you, no, can, you can't, absolutely not. Nobody can like, even do the whole, oh, well, there wasn't a vaccine because fucking end of Zoe, there is a military made <laughs> fucking vaccine that cures fucking Zoe Baker. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's so, it's asinine. It's an idiot plot. Yes. So there's absolutely no. And I mean, and also you get into the why didn't Chris just tell ethan what was going on kind of thing that like it, it's 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 a idiot no, don't, plot yeah, don't even, another idiot plot. yeah like chris 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 is fucking incompetence in this game yeah like okay it's, it's like staggering the the entire thing the entire thing the entire opening of chris doing that is just to be like ooh, chris is mysterious oh chris chris, is chris evil, has gone maybe. chris has gone bad like why mm-hmm. is he doing this it's like no dude that is not fucking chris redfield all right no. like like even if he's like an extremist motherfucker now and like even mm. even even in resident evil 6 where he they have him redo the same fucking plot development that he went through in resident evil fucking 5 except for now mm. it's exacerbated with a bunch of fucking randys who we've never fucking met before as where he's like oh i have super ptsd because my squad got murdered as opposed to mm. when he had pst when jill got murdered allegedly mm-hmm. uh like that's that's not chris like even even still, if like he thought that oh no, oh, Ethan, you might have been infected. Fucking tell him, dude. 
the entire time you're just like, no, stay out of this. This is not your, yeah. none of your business. This is no, not your business. Not. Even his boys call him out on it at the end. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're and like, that, you should have told him. And it's like, you it's fucked like, up, sir. Yeah, <laughs> Calling everyone... out his fuck up does not make it a better plot. Yes, yes. That's, that's true, too. But yeah, I mean, it's, you know. He's, he's been doing this silly. shit for 20 it's years. Silly. He should fucking know better. Yeah. So, so that's my feeling on, on the twist there. Um, huh? And the... Uh, and there's there's another couple of points, and I think I know which ones they are. I want to see if I'm right. Okay. Okay. So, so the second point is um, I, I absolutely agree with Lee that the Lords are fantastic villains, and they're so well set up. And then there's Mother Miranda. Fuck Mother Miranda. <laughs> it was just the most... Underwhelming it, piece part, of pardon, shit. Yeah, pardon my my language here, but she's the most limp dick introduction to a like the ultimate big bad guy I've ever seen. Yeah. And the fact that they kind of retroactively make her one of the most important people in the Resident Evil universe by ding, tying ding, her ding, directly ding, ding. That, to... That is what pisses is. me off Oswald. the most. Yeah, That's what like, I was waiting that, for. That entire file pissed me off the most because like, like one one of one of my things that i've i've always the resident evil fandom is is weird right and one of the things that always kind of annoys me is when i see like when resident evil 4 came out there were so many people who were pissed off at the game and calling it not a true resident evil game because hmm. it was trying to do something new and didn't really tie into super established lore right mm -hmm. Me, I was like, okay, this is a neat, new, fresh direction for a franchise. It's making the world feel bigger and 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 mm -hmm. not just oh, Umbrella's the big bad of everything. Mm -hmm. Now I kind of get going back to established lore with five because Wesker was still around. We had never seen the whole okay, pro pro uh, pro uh, progenerator virus. <laughs> We've never really had that explained. Sure. Don't you dare fine. rag on any game, including yeah. my boy DC Douglas. <laughs> I won't. But then, like, Six keeps trying to tie in the lore, and it just fails spectacularly with this whole Neo Umbrella shit. And it's like, the fuck is this nonsense? Yeah. The fuck is, yeah. like, the bad guy's a fucking incel who has a fucking goddamn boner for Ada Wong, so he clones Ada Wong and starts a global <laughs> pandemic because he can't get his yeah. dick wet and then turns into a fucking dinosaur. And then, then, then we had. <laughs> then the we dinosaur yeah, then we have resident evil 7 which does the similar thing that resident evil 4 does where it's it's a self-contained story sure it there's that that weird shit with oh it's um there's there's blue umbrella now and it's the remnants of the old umbrella corporation but they're now a pmc cleaning up bioterrorism because they want to like like atone for for the past corporation's sins like whatever <laughs> Fine, I, I Why can, would you name it Umbrella? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I will I'll, I'll I'll I can buy it. I'll, I'll like that's fine. If that's that's if that's all we're getting, that's fine, right? Mm -hmm. But to then tie it back in the most half-assed, stupid fucking way to <laughs> retroactively tie Resident Evil 7 into established lore with Umbrella, that just makes the world feel smaller. Mm -hmm. And and lessens the impact of Oswald Spencer and Umbrella Corporation because now it's oh the fucking logo originated from who cares about the fucking origin <laughs> yeah, of the fucking oh logo? Who yeah, cares the about logo the fucking for my pharmaceutical company came from a cave? <laughs> who 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 fucking cares? Like that is so yeah. that like let 
like yeah i i get it you're you're a fan and you want to see more stuff with lore but it's like that's what the spin-offs can be for like yeah. let let the world expand and and yeah. all that why why would you keep bringing it back to fucking umbrella which in universe now has been dead for 20 fucking years mm -hmm. it's 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 gone like and, and it's 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 why i liked ethan as a protagonist in the first place because it's like i love chris redfield i i i love jill valentine i like leon i like claire and and all the other previous fucking characters but their power levels are too fucking high yeah. We know nothing terrible is going to happen to them when they go into one of these games. When you have a new character, it's it, it it's the Silent Hill thing where it's like every single game is a new protagonist. Yes. And it adds to the, at least in my opinion, the the sense of horror because it's like you mm -hmm. don't know what this person is capable of. They, they're not necessarily capable of shit, uh, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that was one of my worries about going into 8 because fucking we have ethan again and i was like why do we need to have ethan again i like ethan as a character but his, his story was done in seven and i will say i think i think he i think he was fine in this oh yeah he's, he's fine they, in this they, like i think they scaled up the threats enough that yeah i mean you know he yeah he still is an everyman exactly exactly he's definitely dealt like the things he was dealing with in this were very far removed from that mansion in louisiana right like, or, or, or were they because the fucking mold is well, now nanomachines because yeah, the no well, mold fucking the mold fucking does everything now that, like so my, yeah yes my other disappointment with with miranda though um outside of yeah the the really arbitrary tie-in is that she's not well established even in this game itself nope. like she never feels like a threat nope um she never feels like you know like they 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 do little things to seed her here and there but honestly she doesn't have a personality beyond she has she has no presence i want baby yeah she have baby oh they they try to rush through her setup in the last yeah. hour <laughs> of the game and it's like yes you compare it to resident evil 7 where it's like well, yes. Sure, we have more of Jack Baker and 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 mm -hmm. uh, his Marguerite no, and Lucas, but like Evelyn was still there. She's throughout always, the entire game. She is always in the background, and she is secretly being established as creepy, even when you, the audience, doesn't even fucking realize it's Evelyn yet. So spoilers for RE Seven, but yeah. she's the the who you think is the grandma at the end. She's this seven year old girl that's body is just mutating horribly into you know she's yep. aged a hundred years basically in a in a year and yeah like that just you know just them them having little moments of like oh creepy grandma where you know you get a little a little scare with her or a little like something spooky happening with her it's it's done so or or even just the moment in the in the where you're crawling through evelyn's room and the you know you see the flashes of her and uh -huh. th they do such a like good job of setting up their primary threat in that and then this one it's just kind of like oh yeah the characters talk about her and they tell us she's threatening but she like, she has one physical she has one physical appearance outside Before... outside of her as the old lady in the two yeah. scenes where she appears as an old lady and that's after mm -hmm. you exit the house on fire oh oh wait mm -hmm. i forgot she has a second one where she's telling them oh uh, heisenberg can kill Ep, uh, uh, Ethan, but outside of that, again, we 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 there's no presence. Yeah, it's no, she's, no. she's too you, far in the fucking guys, background. 
What are you guys talking about? You're, you're forgetting the however many months or possibly years it was that she was disguised as your wife making you soup. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Let's not yeah. forget that. You've been God. tooling the boss of the game for I don't know how long while she's waiting for this miraculous <laughs> plan to formulate. I'm going to kidnap your magical baby girl. That's Wait thing. a second. Uh, I could just do that when you like go to work or yeah. go Literally. to the store go, go and I could kidnap the kid. Yeah. No. I'm gonna Literally wait. just, Ethan, I'm going to take the baby for a walk and then never come home. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ethan, I'm going to go pick up a pack of smokes. I'm taking I'm taking Rose with me. Yeah, I'm going to take Rose on a walk and then sprout the fucking bird wings and wee! And yeah. then you win. And yeah, then see, you that, win. And that's, that's, all, that's all this, like, really, really silly setup for an idiot plot of Chris not telling Ethan that that's not your wife. Yeah, it, it's, it's <laughs> I, I really think that they came up with the idea of, like, oh, the idea of Chris... Chris breaking bad, but we can't make him actually break bad because you know he's Chris. That's Eisenberg's job. We, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we can't we can't we can't really have Chris go off the rails. Uh, but but that that'd be such a striking image to end our trailer on, and to start the game with, and then they wrote the plot around that scene regardless of if I it hope. made sense. Yeah, that's I mean, what that it does, feel, feels like. That does that is what it feels like, and that's so. Before we get too deep in the weeds on this, I'm going to I'm going to briefly touch on the third thing that bothered me, which is slightly more minor than the other two. Those two okay. were like the big things. But the third thing that bothered me is that the game forgot that Mia is a fucking like BSAA agent. Yeah, she she's she's a badass. <laughs> who is a like, trained yeah, yeah, she she's, was, she's, she's a, a badass. trained badass who spends the entire game in a jail cell? Yep. Because yeah. he experimented you. on? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, like, you guys needed to, like, here's the thing. Like, you can, like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not saying, like, oh, my God, how dare you have her be, like, damsel in distress here. Even though that is definitely a thing that's, like, that's pretty shitty. But, like, for the majority of the game, we don't even know that she's still alive. Yeah, so. we, 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 th we think she's dead until Chris literally yeah. stumbles across her yeah, yeah exactly so so that's that's fine i don't think there's any damsel in distress type thing here but what i'm saying is you need a better excuse for her to be out of the game than just she was you know like you need to like god like imagine if instead of you know chris of duty or whatever we get a level as her yeah like a oh the that could have been interesting that right? yeah like, and that, that could have maintained tonal consistency as Honestly, to, yeah, like again, Chris I would have duty. much rather had a moment of of you know, like almost like almost like a sort of like a uh, uh, you know a reprise of Dollhouse with her, you know, no weapons, just trying to make it out of this creepy ass lab and get back to her, you know, her husband finally. And you 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 know you give some excuse about why she couldn't break out earlier. It wouldn't be that hard to you know ass pull something. Oh shit! According to some concept art and like pitches, they wanted to cram Ada in this shit too. Yeah, I, I heard about that. I was like, "Fuck off!" They yeah. wanted to fucking cram Ada into this already over over packed fucking Oreo. So you yeah. you, you know what? You, on your note too, Cat, you want, you you want to know what would have been even better too? Mm. Like, playing as Barry Burton. Well, sure. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with Ethan dying, right? Like, I mm -hmm. it, just because, like, I like yeah. Ethan as a character, but like mm -hmm. his death when he got his heart ripped out, I was like, oh fuck, you know? Yeah, like, that was that was I intense. That was gutsy as hell. Yeah. yeah. Uh make him stay dead, and the rest of the game you're playing as Mia. 
God. Yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. Mia, Mia getting Rose back. I'm sold. And yeah. that, that would have been like, we sure we would have lost. Like, as much as I hate the fucking ending at the, the ending chunk of the game, uh, like mm -hmm. Ethan's farewell to Rose and his sacrifice, even though it's stupid that he's a moldy boy, um, <laughs> we would lose out on that, which I did like. I, like yeah, that I like scene, that as well. I like it. But like everything leading to that scene, I'm fine with cutting that one thing I like if it means that we get rid of everything else. Yeah. And I think I think we're coming up on kind of a like a I think and I'm I'm not saying that this is because I don't know the ins you know the insides of this particular development cycle, right? Yeah. Um, but I do know from, you know, other projects and stuff that the game industry does tend to like rush its third acts a lot. Mm -hmm. It, it tends to do this thing where it, it really, really dedicates to the first parts of the game. And then the third act kind of ends up being the last thing that's touched. And I really think that needs to change. Yep. I really think it's a good idea to get your first act nailed and your third act nailed like really soon in development because yep. that is your the first impression that hooks people and the final taste of the game that people like leave with yep right everything else in the middle can be restructured reorganized cut down with like you know budgetary or, or time constraints yeah it's you can make something work out of a out of a middle that's a bit you know haphazard yeah if you have an ending that that just flops like like it did you know i mean people I it's 20 years later and people still dunk on halo 2 for its shitty ending yeah it's, i mean it's like almost mass 30 so the original soul reaver even though so the original soul reaver shitty ending worked out for the best mm -hmm. because we 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 got like a more expanded universe because of it it doesn't change the fact that at the time on first completion you you literally feel as if you're missing a third of the fucking game mm -hmm. like if you have you no got, idea you gotta take the uh uh there's a there's a line in um in secret window the the stephen king short story it's the the you know, the only thing that matters is the ending yep yep the most important part of the story and people need to take that to heart because that really like a bad ending can ruin your entire like everything else you've worked for yeah and i'm not necessarily saying that this ending is bad um i think it's disappointing i don't necessarily think it's bad um but it, it you know it definitely left me with kind of a because i i genuinely the post credits scene or the post whatever scene of <laughs> of grown-up rose you mean jocelyn yeah i do mean jocelyn <laughs> I, I don't know if we mentioned um, this to you lee but uh oh. rose looks very much a lot like our friend jocelyn yeah. uh who is used as the uh, basis the for abby of, yeah for and abby and the last two. of us too oh, wow so and it was like to the point where I just start laughing because I was like in my stream I just started laughing and I was like why is she also Jocelyn? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> she, she literally looks like because uh, uh, she's also wearing um what's it called the the one of the sneakers that that Ellie wears. Oh, I don't know. Are they Converse. Yeah, she's wearing Converse. So I was like, it's it's 
she's Ellie and Abby put together yeah. as one character. Yeah. With superpowers. With possibly. superpowers. And she's wearing uh Ethan's jacket. I'm yeah, exactly. I'm also I like I'm kind of genuinely like intrigued by the idea of possibly having a a Resident Evil protagonist with abilities in the next one. Resident Evil Jocelyn. <laughs> um, I, like, I, I think that they're going to do something DLC related for Rose. Um, okay, you don't think she's going to be a mainline game? I I would like to think that. I think Capcom is going to fall back on old reliables. That's, mm, that's, that's, probably, well, that's my fear for a Resident Evil I don't Evil necessarily mind. think that they couldn't incorporate, like other umbrella or, or previous folks or anything like that into her. <laughs> I got, I almost called her Jocelyn into Rose's story. Um, <laughs> like that's what I would, that's what I would hope because also they, they talked about, I don't know if you guys, um, I think on the vials of, uh, on the, on the vials of baby, <laughs> baby <laughs> that you were reassembling. <laughs> um, they, they mentioned something about like, they need to get shots or they, they look like age faster. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of thinking that she's aged in a in a much shorter time frame. Yeah, I, I was curious than, about than that too. Given. Especially yeah. since That's she's supposed to be point. she's supposed to be uh, Evelyn 2.0, and Evelyn yes. had accelerated aging. Yeah. Um, so I I think I think that despite the fact that she she looks like a young adult, I think it's probably only been maybe five years or something yeah. since her dad died. That's an interesting idea. I didn't think about that. Yeah. On a on That's, a on a side note. I hope anyway. On a side note too, can can we talk about how the BSAA is apparently secretly evil now, out of nowhere? Because <laughs> oh they, yeah, they're sending bio. Yeah, they or, use yeah they use tyrants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah where where yeah. Chris is Chris is a founding member of the BSAA, him and Jill, and he works mm-hmm. for the BSAA throughout Resident Evil Revelations and Five and and Six. And is mm-hmm. on loan from the BSAA to Blue Umbrella in Resident Evil Seven, and mm-hmm. at just arbitrarily between Resident Evil Seven and Eight, and it hasn't been properly established unless it's written in some fucking note. Up, oh, Chris is mad at the BSAA, and they're now evil. And Chris's organization, because even before they realize that that BSAA is sending in fucking bioweapons, Chris's team members make references to killing BSAA agents, yeah. and I'm like. Chris, these were your friends. What the fuck is happening? None yeah, of that was established. Just, you can't just heel turn this so suddenly. Like you need to actually kind of give us, clue us in a little game. On uh... it, 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 fe- it felt like there's a game missing in between seven and eight. Yeah. That or Don't or, worry, or, it'll, or, it'll or be seven a seven, seven and nine. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, no. I mean, Capcom's not Konami, although Capcom does mm-hmm. do Pachinko. Um, mm-hmm. Like it's it's it, it 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 feels the entire ending chunk of the game just feels so fucking rushed and just yeah. wants to get to the end and wants to mm-hmm. wants to do crazy bombastic shit with a villain that they haven't established and it yeah, has she, no presence. A villain who hasn't earned it. Yes. Yeah. Will it, will put it the best. She's a random Final Fantasy boss fight. Yeah, in it, the middle of like, if, if, okay. The, yeah, the one thing I'll give is I do really like her um her boss design. I I, I, like I love it. Design. I yeah. I mean, I'm like I'm a big fan of the weird, you know, like biblical angel type stuff. 
Yeah, yeah so, the quote real angel. Yeah, yeah. I so, love that shit. So yeah. that kind of that kind of shit I'm all here for. But I think you so first of all, they kind of had a lot of misdirects with Miranda, right? Initially, there was the the old lady, there was kind of a hint that there were witches around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, are we gonna get like some kind of Suspiria type thing going on a little bit, like in the shadows. Mm-hmm. I was like, like Mother Miranda being uh, the, you know, what's her face? Mother. Uh... Oh, gosh. It's another Mother M name. From what? In, in From Suspiria. Suspiria. Oh, um... I never saw it. Oh, really? Oh, I, nothing. Not, I mean, I should say I haven't seen the new one and I haven't seen the old one in years. Uh, Mother Marcos. Mother Marcos, thank you. Yeah, I was like, if we have, if she's like a Mother Marcos type figure, I'm fucking like sold, right? Like immediately, I was like, yes. And obviously, they didn't go with that, and I'm, you know, not going to be disappointed that my, you know, just kind of like reading into it from other media I've consumed didn't pay off. Like that's fine. Um. But then, you know, they also, uh, even though I think that would have been a much more intriguing thing than what we got, they also didn't really hint at her true nature at all. You know, they didn't hint at her long, long livedness. And they didn't hint at that biblical angel kind of like form that she takes at the end. Right. Yeah, it was it was just kind of like, OK, she had wings in the in the meeting. Right. But like, why not have like motifs of her hidden somewhere or like you know, some kind of crazy, like, you know, I don't know, you find some crazy cult ramblings or something of pages of pages of just, like, wings with eyes drawn, you know, like, I don't know, something creepy and weird and, you know, that sort of thing. Instead, we get this, we get the fetus stuff, but then that's it, right? Like, it's, it's, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like they could have gone, gone a little more in on the weirdness with her. Um, Because, because they weren't doing the, because, you know, like, with, with Lady Dimitrescu, right? It's a reveal that oh my god, she's a horrible flesh goblin dragon yeah, at the end. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was. But like, you know, like I didn't, and I didn't need a setup for that, right? That was a great twist. That was a really fun twist where you were like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like your final boss being like, like you don't, you don't do that twice, right? Like, I, I... do something else. <laughs> Like looping back and onto the like nano machines comparison thing too. Like Mm-mm. I was, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's my general problem with even the entirety of the game in hindsight is the fact that the mold is now capable of just basically doing and being everything. Like it in in Resident Evil Seven, it creates moldy boys, and you know, but you know, creates what Jack Baker and and Marguerite and Lucas turn into, uh, and then in Resident Evil Eight. <clears throat> creates werewolves and vampires and bug ladies and possessed doll lady and HP Lovecraft fish monster and Tetsuo the iron zombie and trash tank Heisenberg and angel. And, and I, I remember somebody in chat was, uh, I, th- I think it was, uh, Matt was like, well, it's supposed to be a, di-. you know, it's, it's, it was modified in Resident Evil 7, the, the, the mold was modified, but it's like, they, 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 they deliberately say 
as a line of dialogue, it's like 99.8% similar to the mold found in Louisiana. So it's like, you're telling me that 2% different, that 0.2% difference causes... That 2% outlier is werewolves. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> fuck off, man. Like, but like that's the other thing. Like, why did it have to be fucking... I, I didn't need an, a, an explanation for the mold. I just thought it was some bioweapon. Mm-hmm. Like, so you I, mean to say you're you're not liking this? No. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the stream. That's the podcast. <laughs> that's, the, that's the end of the podcast. I'm gonna go kill myself now. Um, oh. Yeah, and and it was the same problem that MGS4 had, where Hideo Kojima had written himself into a wall. He was trying to wrap up the entirety of Metal Gear so he could make this truly the final Metal Gear game, even though that was a fucking lie because he made two more. <laughs> um and wrap up the story of solid snake i was like well how do i explain um this oh nanomachines well how do i explain why oh nanomachines how do i explain this <laughs> nanomachines like that's the explanation for fucking everything like Me- metal gear solid 2 has a bit where you're, you're confronted by revolver ocelot right and he's this antagonist who was from resident evil or resident evil metal gear solid 1 and he's like the king shit heel. He's such a great fucking villain, right? And midway through his appearance in like the prologue chapter, all of a sudden his bot his arm starts freaking out, and it's like it's a new arm that he had grafted on from the Liquid Snake, the big bad of of the previous Metal Gear game, right? And all of a sudden he's possessed by Liquid Snake and is speaking in Liquid's voice, and it's fucking wild and bonkers, and you're like, what the fuck is happening, man? And it's it's and it was a neat way to bring back Liquid Snake, who was a fan favorite character who died in the previous game. And then in Metal Gear Solid Four, they're like, no, it's not ghost possession. It was the combination of nanomachines and hypnosis. I was like, okay, cool. Nanomachines, thanks, thanks for that. I'm glad nanomachines can do everything. Oh, how is this one character surviving cancer? Nanomachines. Could have does... gone pro if I hadn't joined the navy. Yeah. How how do, how, do, how does this one character uh uh have vampire powers nanomachines i like it it got it was it was so criticized that metal gear rising poked fun of it with fucking senator armstrong the big bad final boss where you go to attack him and he gets armor on his chest and Ryden's like what the hell and the mayor's just then the senator's just like nanomachine son and it totally feels like it's it's ripping into that shit and it's here we have nanomachines but mold yeah, essentially. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it's become that fallback writer tool for you know we need we need X, Y, and Z to be possible. Mm-hmm. So there you have it. De- yeah. de- Deus Ex Mold. Yeah. Mold Ex Machina. Yeah. Mold Ex Machina. They they do they do in some ways attempt to kind of like explain it because I know uh, there's there's like. It's basically each of the lords was able to do their own kind of experiments with mold. Mm-hmm. But that's it's it's so much more you know, like like it's just it's it's over explanations for just yeah, the mold did it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's like, oh, we're combining the mold and the little fish egg things to make these zombies, but yeah. I mean, and I I think the the lore of hearing the lords talking about like their experiments like the you know finding lady germatrask's notes on making her daughters mm-hmm. was super cool that was fascinating um, yeah yeah and like seeing the stuff uh in even in heisenberg's factory about how he's experimenting on you know yeah 
poor villagers and stuff like that was was cool it was a it was a neat neat thing but i i still i i completely agree with you still that that it definitely shouldn't have you know like i don't i don't necessarily have a solution for what else it should have been but yeah definitely the fact that now we just have this mold that does everything maybe the solution is just that it doesn't tie into resident evil 7's uh, you know, virus, yeah, quote unquote. Just, just at make all. it make it a brand new virus. I I will yeah. buy it because it's like, like yeah, it's doing a lot, but like, you you just could like... you could you could you could pull an umbrella basically because like, that's what it seemed like they were trying to do with like the explanations as to what like Lady Lady Demetrescu and, and Heisenberg were doing, where they were making their own experiments, mm -hmm. right? Yes. Because the T virus was basically a catch-all for. For all the different yes. creatures, where it's like, T if T-virus is exposed to humans, it creates a zombie. If it's exposed to yeah. a dog, it creates a zombie dog. If it's used mm -hmm. on a planet, it creates plant monsters. If you engineer and it in such a way, it creates a hunter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but they, like they, 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 as bullshit science as it is, oh, it, yeah. it, it still made sense within that sort of spectrum. And also, it was <clears> very clear that it was like, like a lab setting out to do these things right which yeah. like miranda miranda was but it you know it was like it was like okay the lords are also doing this but why right like, why? like for the yeah. for umbrella it was it was money stuff right yeah they were just greedy um, greedy greedy assholes who wanted to make money and at, at, at I, regardless of morals yeah i wanted to just say uh quickly too that like you know the fact that that ethan and mia encounter this mold in louisiana and then get moved halfway across the world only to encounter basically the exact same fucking mold again is basically like the government decided okay we're moving you guys out of three mile island how does chernobyl sound <laughs> yeah basically it's like Where they, it's just like what like why <laughs> like they they make it a point to say that chris relocated the family for their safety <laughs> but he relocates them like two blocks away from this village where the mold is that yeah, the mold originated like, from yeah that's such that's so fucking stupid it's such a it's such an and that's the thing it's like this arbitrary coincidence that really doesn't need to happen there's really no reason it needed to be mold it could yeah. you know you could have pulled a resident evil 5 and had it just been something else yeah like well Res you know? resident evil 5 was still the parasite from prion god yeah, nobody talks about prions <laughs> 5 was still the parasite from resident evil 4 but it's like it it functioned the same way as the parasite of Resident Evil 4. It wasn't creating brand new monsters. It was this it's the same shit. The only difference was Wesker also made Ouroboros. Uh mm -hmm. so that like added on which top is, of that, which is Yeah, which you know, was kind of bullshit. But it's kind know. of kind of bullshit, but like, you know what? It's Wesker like here's it's the thing. Wesker, yeah. Like uh, I'm sure just, just so anybody like doesn't doesn't like take take this out of context or whatever. Resident Evil is not like prime top tier storytelling in video games it's no, no. it's no. it's entertaining i yes. love this fucking franchise yeah. i love resident evil 1 remake and that is one of my like top five favorite games of all time mm -hmm. uh i i love this fucking franchise even when it goes to stupid ridiculous boulder punching bullshit mm -hmm. uh even yeah, even we're... normally at its worst when it's we're going to kill this nemesis knockoff via the power of love in Resident mm -hmm. Evil Six, uh, I love it. It's cheeky and endearing, mm -hmm. and 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 
dark and whatever, but like it, it still kind of makes sense within its own internal logic. Mm-hmm. Whereas with like, Village, you have to just really it, it it doesn't it you have to like ignore so much shit in order yeah. for anything to add up. Yeah, and I think I think also you know because my 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 gateway was Resident Evil Seven. Like, you know, I, I never expected, right, like award-winning writing from this sure. franchise, right? But but I think Seven still did an amazing job, you know, like like it was never it was never anything like, oh my gosh, like the, the the best written game of all time, but it was totally consistent through the whole thing and provided a satisfy like satisfying conclusion by the end. Yeah. Right? Like the 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 twist that Mia was actually a you know a badass secret agent tasked with taking care of a, an experiment that gets out was awesome. Yeah, it like, was such a cool thing to 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 see and then to, to you know understand the ramifications of it and to have to deal with that at the end. Yeah, like it was like, well paced. I thought. I, I I know some people have said that the the whole Evelyn fight at the end kind of uh, I, jumps the shark a bit. But yeah, for, I, and, frankly, when I played it the first time, I really didn't notice it. Um, so I just, I expected basically to keep that sort of consistency between RE7 sure. and RE8. Yeah, yeah, the, oh, absolutely. That the, that the tone remains the same throughout and we get a satisfactory conclusion. And unfortunately for RE8, I was left wanting on that front. Like, like for me, I, I do think the third act shortly after, or like not even the third act, but the last chunk of the game after you play as Mia and you go back to Ethan mm-hmm. through the caves kind mm-hmm. of falls a little bit, but I can forgive it because everything else up until that point is so fucking strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of the final boss fight since I thought it would have been more thematically powerful if you just injected Evelyn with that serum and it kills her. Like I, mm-hmm. I thought that would have been a much more thematically satisfying ending. But, I definitely don't disagree there. But that boss fight also doesn't ruin the game for me. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas... Chris on duty, modern warfare, really fucking modern werewolf, modern warfare, modern werewolf. Yes, not not every not every game like this needs a big bombastic final boss. And yeah, yeah, Bioshock Infinite is a great example. It, yeah, the, it, the it, final boss is a gauntlet. It's it's yeah. it's a tower defense game. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a gauntlet. Now, like if if like if I had my way, like to armchair write this for a second. Yeah, Miranda's kind of a dud. Um, make Heisenberg's treachery successful. Make Heisenberg mm. succeed in killing Miranda, and yeah. then you can have Heisenberg be the final boss with a you know with a better setting. Listen, um, and we, not not I'm as not a junk tank. Biased, but <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, and then like you know, or or you know, he pieces off to he fucks off with you know with some plan to like go be the villain of nine. I don't know. But then, like, the final the final grind, the final boss, in quotes, is, like, escaping his factory as mm-hmm. it's, like, going nuts and, like, destroying the village around it. So it becomes backtracking from the factory to oh. the start of the game in one mad dash. I mean, kind of kind of like the the lichen, the lichen. I was going to say, pines. I was going to say thematically, it would it would be a mirror to that opening of when you get to the village. There yeah. you go. That would be all. Yeah, that would be cool. And then you've got Heisenberg set up, you know, mm-hmm. as like the the main baddie for the future. Um, you you don't have to deal with Miranda and her bullshit. 
It would have been. Know, yeah. that'd, that'd you, be don't, cool, but... you don't have Chris on duty, modern werewolf, and, and some <laughs> fucking Randy NPC condescendingly telling me to fucking use the goddamn targeting indicator. Yeah. Why would have made the Chris Shava? section mercenaries? Yeah. Why stick why to Chris and mercenaries? Shava? Oh god, I miss Sheva. I miss. I love. Yeah. I love Chris, but like. Give, give Shevas. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would have, I would have maybe forgiven Chris on duty a tiny bit if Sheva had been one of the people, like, like one of the Overlord people helping him out. One of the dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, like, or, or just the the person in his earpiece feeding him, you know, information. Yeah. And 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 hit Vio. Br- to be bring, fair. Yeah. Bring in another fucking character. Like, like bring bring just, in Sheva and Barry. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> If you're gonna go crazy at the end, just go all in. Uh, like that would have been actually like you know, like I would have forgiven it a little bit because I'm like, oh hey, you're doing this. That's kind of that's kind of hilarious, you know. Instead, they they still tried to keep that you know, the tone of seven, while amping it up suddenly to to re five basically. Yeah. Which you know, just wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's. That, I mean, again, about, yeah. yeah. If if you like, if you, again, don't don't at least don't get me wrong. And I'm sure Cat and Lee, if if you love Village all the way through, we're happy for you. I'm happy yeah. for you. Like, Hell yeah. Like, uh, just because I I think the game kind of shits the bed. Mm-hmm. It's 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 fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. L- like what you like. I I I don't hate Village. Uh, it's definitely not one of my favorites. Even though throughout the bulk of the playthrough it was going to be one of my favorites uh i don't i don't really do numerical scores anymore because i think it's kind of pointless but like yeah um it's definitely further down the list probably sandwiched in between because i'm I'm not the biggest fan of og re3 i i don't know just it, mm-hmm. it's it's fine i like it even though i love jill and i like nemesis i like the concept about it more than the execution so it's like under re3 but above code veronica the only stuff lower than that is like RE6, Survivor, and then Gaiden. And Gaiden is the only Resident Evil game that I think oh, wow. is like an absolute piece of shit. Okay. Like you, you're ranking it way lower than I would actually. Yeah, I, I, I that's why I was like, I, I think I'll go last because I think I'm the most, <laughs> the most strongly opinionated. Yeah, yeah. I, I while while the ending does disappoint me a lot. Um, again, it it disappoints me. I don't necessarily think it's the worst ending I've ever, it's definitely not the worst ending I've ever experienced in a game. (laughs) It's also, you know, by and large for a good three quarters of the game, I had a fucking blast. Yeah. So I I would still, I would still rank it up there. I think seven is still probably my all time favorite. Um, I would still probably rank it like below, like it would be below that, but you know, I, I might pretty high on the list. I might rank it higher one day. It's just that yeah. the competition's really strong and it's been a month since the game came out, so my reactions and thoughts about the game are still pretty fucking raw. Yeah. Like it's 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 not quite Metal Gear Solid 5 disappointing where I lose all hope and hype for video games going forward, but it was disappointing for me. Mm-hmm. And for the for the record, my top Lee? my top five are Resident Evil Remake, OG RE2, RE4, OG RE1, and Resident Evil 7. Okay. Lee? I'm gonna keep working on my Heisenberg cosplay. Mm-hmm. Do it. Um I, I I think it's I think it 
mostly set out what it achieved to do. Uh, it accomplished what it sought out to do, rather. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think it was a smart decision to keep the series going in this direction by continuing the first-person view. Oh, um, I, yeah. I, I agree. Fleshing, fleshing all that out. Um, I, 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 I am very hyped for what they want to do going forward with either DLC or RE9. Um, as especially they're starting to kind of distance from these storylines being completely associated to RE8. Like it's officially just called Village, you know, Resident Evil. And they put in the eight Roman numerals as kind of like a wink. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I don't know how long they want to keep associating this new story with Resident Evil. I believe they did the same thing for Biohazard as well, for seven. They mm -hmm. they, they they stuck the 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 seven in the logo, but officially mm -hmm. Officially, it's called RE7, whereas okay. whereas Village this is, this officially there's no village. Yeah, officially, like that was one of the things when uh, uh, they did the whole when I got approved to do the whole Capcom stream thing for the Resident Evil Village stuff. They explicitly said, "Do not call it Resident Evil 8. It is not Resident Evil 8. It is Resident Evil Village." Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. I still yeah, in, I still see it as Resident Evil 8, in unless they claim other unless like there's an eight that comes out later but mm -hmm. yeah i don't know so i yeah i think i think overall it's it's very good um it has a surprising amount of replay value yeah um yeah i mean know, even though it's just a bunch of bonkers you know infinite weapon unlocks and shit like that <laughs> it it feels it feels super good tonally it's one of my favorite settings that i've had in a long time agreed um i'd like to it's weird because, like, I almost want to see more material from that universe, even though it's not going to happen. I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. say universe, I should say setting. Um, mm -hmm. Like, I, I, even though it would be the same thing over again, like, I was drooling at the idea of, like, everything from the beginning of the game to the end of Castle Demitresque being a novel. Oh my god, yes. Because that just would have, it would have played so nicely in honestly, that, um, in that honestly, sense. Honestly, genuinely treating, treating... Demetrius Castle as like a, just a three-hour standalone game, I mm. would re I would replay that shit forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's that was, absolutely. that was one of the things that kept me going back to 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 restart my my playthroughs was I was like, oh man, I get to I get to experience that part again and the dollhouse again, and I'm like, yes, that's that's worth yeah, it to me. Like like Castle Demetrius is very much kind of it it's it's quintessential classic Resi with like the 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 mm -hmm. puzzle box nature of the castle like. It's Spencer Mansion. It's the RPD building. It's the Baker Estate. Where like that that to me is more like a lot of people are like, oh, it's not Resident Evil unless the camera angle is X. I was like, fuck that for me. Like it's it's the design of the level and like I love Castle yeah. Demetresque because like I like that Metroidvania horror feel of just un untangling and unwrapping the environment. Like it, it doesn't feel like backtracking to me because you're always still accomplishing something. Um, yeah, so I, I, I'm the same way. I don't like to assign numerical scores because it's tacky. <laughs> but Village was extremely solid. I'm definitely going to keep playing it uh, sporadically throughout the future until new material comes out. And I would like to pat myself on the back for having this entire hour and 20 minute discussion without once talking about Lady D walking on me. <laughs> lady, done, lady, really well. lady, yeah, like, like Lady D's mommy milker, which was the entirety of my fucking goddamn Twitch chat. Yep. Oh, with man, that, with guys... that being said, now and with my with my thoughts on the game, including, I want to motorboat the nine foot tall vampire. 
Excellent. And that's I have. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that, that's one thing I can definitely say is like, even though I'm I don't like the ending, I'm still gonna replay Village. Yeah. Uh, like I, I it's out. I, like I said, the only Resident Evil game I flat out hate is Gaiden. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna platinum Village. I'll still probably play it even after I platinum it. I don't know if I'm gonna platinum because I don't know about those Merc trophies. I'll I'll let you know how bad they are for Lee Kang okay. if he gets to him first. Like I, I yeah. I'm just backlogged with fucking Balan and Nier and and Shin Megami yeah, Tensei exactly. and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 heading Balan. out today. <laughs> God, we're not we're not doing a Balan podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. I mean, that's not up to you, James. <laughs> well, I mean, it is it is up to me. I have the I have control over the record button. <laughs> that's true. You do actually. <laughs> James just start starts muting both of us, Lee. <laughs> yeah, he just won't show up. <laughs> yeah, just... as soon as as soon as we even mention the Balan, he's just like mute. <laughs> I, I was telling you're on cooldown five minutes. <laughs> here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Lee. I was telling Cat about this. I was pretty convinced I was close to the end of Balan. <laughs> I'm There's not no end of Balan. <laughs> I, I'm not because what? I, I'm not close to the end of Balan. That's why. I, that's another reason why I've been so lazy about finishing it. James, obviously your punishment must be more severe. It will, but like so Lee, I'm the author of all your pain. I, I told Kat this already, but basically like there's 12 worlds, right? And I was like, okay, okay. I only have like three more worlds to go and then I'm done with the game and I get to the final boss. No! Once I clear world 12, each world gets a brand new stage. Oh no! That a previously unseen stage. So I have... So what I thought was nine more levels is actually 21 more levels. Oh, oh you're suffering. Oh I can taste God. it. And that's 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 part of the reason where I was like, I, I'm so mad. That game like I like when I was playing Unearthed, right? Like Unearthed is a janky game, but I can see they were trying. They're having fun. They're doing what they could. It has passion. Or 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 Illbleed. Illbleed's a fucking hot mess, but I love Illbleed. Illbleed is it's our got, hot mess. It's, it, it has charm. It, it it had a great design philosophy behind it. It just was executed so fucking ridiculous. Uh Ring Terror's Realm is a tire fire, you know? Uh <laughs> but it, it it has its charm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's nothing charming about Balan. No. It's it has it. It's pretty. It has neat character designs. The, the knights, the knights aesthetic, kind of. I'm like, hey, this this could have been something cool. Yeah. Like knights, knights is a cool looking game. Yeah, knight, knights is a cool looking game. Like the aesthetic and how it looks is cool, but just again, the 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 uh, the the fucking. 80 fucking hats and the the condescending control scheme Ugh. and the fact that because that's the thing uh cat remember how i told you that that all of the enemy placement and item pickups were done by ai i learned that from the matt mcmuscles video the what happened because <laughs> oh, you know I what happened what happened yet. yeah it's it's it's, oh, it's a great episode it's a great episode oh, cool. and it 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 really explains a lot as to why Balan is the way it is. And Balan, Balan was not a game that 
un unlike a lot of the other games that are included on what happened where it's a rocky rough development cycle no this this game was exactly everything they set out to do from the get-go oh, and that's that's, that's that's hard to hear that's that's part of the reason why i'm like that's one of the reasons why i hate it so much is yeah. because it's it's rotten core game design philosophy mm -hmm. and and the team should have known better like Certainly, a team has experiences that, or well, I mean, I know Yuji Naka's experience. I don't know how yeah. experienced necessarily the people working, but you know, maybe it was like a Lucas thing. Where maybe was, maybe. You know, I don't. I don't know. Can't tell the emperor he's got no clothes, kind of thing. I I, I don't know because it's it's. I I get they want to make a, a a platformer that anyone can play, but uh, that that's virtually every platformer. That's what Super yeah. Mario Brothers is. Yeah, and, my God! Like, yeah, every. Thinking that Mario is too complicated, like kids pick up Mario instantly. My yeah. my godson, yeah. My my godson just turned five at the end of February, and he has been obsessed with Mario for the last year and a half, and he has played and beaten to completion every 3D Mario game, and he is better at them than I was because I haven't played them all in years years and years and years and years and, and you know he's a very inexperienced gamer he's only been playing video games for a year and a half and mm -hmm. he's he's great at mario 64 and sunshine and odyssey and galaxy and 3d world and bowser's fury and if if a if a five-year-old can do mario not every kid is created equal sure but like add more depth than just this like something that nobody can get any experience out of it's it's like the difference between uh what what i used to say like early dreamworks movies and pixar mm -hmm. where it's or or what what yeah, it, the, the difference between a family movie and a kid's movie a family yes. movie is something everyone can enjoy a kid's movie is some cynical product designed to appease kids who don't know any better yeah like the emoji movie i would call a kid's movie because like oh look mm -hmm. it's cute emojis but like mm -hmm. nobody's nobody's gonna fucking remember that shit <laughs> nobody's gonna Except remember that shit how much of a disaster it is yeah <laughs> whereas like yeah. something like toy story or finding nemo or yeah. or how to train your dragon or spirit or whatever like those are movies people like as a kid i i think will will stick with them and stuff that adults can enjoy well, as well that's the thing about about a lot of media is is don't underestimate your audience mm -hmm. just in general you know like like you can have you know complicated themes in your in your movie that you're making for kids right mm -hmm. like you can you can have something that's that's maybe a little bit more emotionally mature than like you know the the kind of like silly cheap cartoon shows that play on uh you know nicktoons and whatever yeah um you can do that uh i also just like from my own experience you know uh back when i was a, a in game dev like independent game dev uh like at hopkins um you know we did a lot of like testing with random people um we had this we had a motion control game a lot of people would would test it and the people who picked up our our motion controls which were pretty complicated honestly like they weren't like easy to get used to but the people who picked it up the fastest 
were kids. Yeah, that so checks out. Like, yeah, yeah, like they like kids. In fact, there's you know plenty of like neurological uh, kind of basis for kids are quicker learners in a lot of different ways, especially when it comes to like learning like motor control of something. But yeah, and in in some cases, it's like all that. neuroplasticity and stuff like that. And and not overthinking consequences of action. Like mm-hmm. when you get older, you always try to think of, okay, if I do A, what's going to happen as a result? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas kids are more inclined to just do A and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or or they're 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 inclined to experiment and have fun and do their own creative shit. Like I, I remember as a kid, uh I'd I'd play I'd I'd relaunch Banjo Kazooie and I'd load into Rusty Bucket Bay, which is a particularly difficult level and it wasn't necessarily so i could like play through the level again and collect shit or anything like that it was more just it it took place on this boat slash cruise liner and me as a kid i was just i just enjoyed exploring the boat and pretending that i was sailing and shit and it's like that's not the point of the game but i'm having fun jumping around this this fucking boat cruise liner thing the point of the game is having fun, and that's how you chose to do it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Balan, the point of the game is to suffer and 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 <laughs> and fuck you for for no, wanting like, more than one button. No, what you what you really mean is while you're exploring that boat and living out that childhood joy, you needed a tutorial voice to tell you to get on with the fucking mission. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. That's. Yeah, <sighs> yeah like I I definitely uh, applaud. The, the games industry for moving in a in a more accessible direction but there is good accessibility and bad accessibility yes right mm-hmm. and and i think balan is a really good example of bad accessibility where they think that simplifying things to the point of it, it, it just being nonsense game design is a good thing where it's just yeah, like that right. doesn't help anybody nobody wants to play like that it's nobody it's, will enjoy that it's it's the thoughtless implementation of stuff it's, it's, yes exactly it, it's, where, where where they think that, oh, like, how, how can we make this accessible to everybody? Just, everything's on one button. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. Stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, to cycle back to Resident Evil, like, again, the, the, the hint VO, it's implemented so thoughtlessly because somebody in this major multi-million dollar expensive AAA horror game that we're trying to get a lot of sales with. Well, somebody might get stuck and not remember to 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 use the targeting indicator. How do we fix that? Oh, we'll have a hint VO remind them about that without taking mm-hmm. into a consideration any any other type of player. Because mm-hmm. I I would argue that probably only a, a small ish percentage would like yeah. forget about the targeting indicator, yeah. and and even smaller would constantly forget. Yeah. And and, and and I mean that kind of hint vo is the stuff of memes, uh, like old school, right? Yeah. It's the it's the defend that burger town of of hint vo, where you're like, yeah, I get it. It's it's Stop what ego. It. <laughs> it's what ego raptor was talking about in his Mega Man X uh, sequelitis video. Yes, brilliant video of of game design and conveyance, mm-hmm. and and like his his entire point is like again, and that's kind of what really clued me in on how often this shit happens because a lot of times i used to tune it out when i was a lot younger because that's oh, yeah. what you do um honestly before you pointed it out a lot of times i also just completely tone out and hit vo yeah and it, just, it becomes noise to me yeah and and that's it's it's super unfortunate that that happens that you just tune shit out 
like his one of his main things is just talking about how the brilliance of like granted admittedly Mega Man X is is more simple to play because it is a 2D side scrolling platformer shooter type game, right? But mm -hmm. it teaches you how to play the game without any tutorial all in the first fucking mission of the game. Like you learn every mechanic without the game stopping you or without a hint VO of like, like as, as Eoraptor points out in the video or makes fun of like, Mega Man, Mega Man, press, press the X button to do, to shoot your blaster or whatever. Like there's none of that shit. You, you learn literally just based on playing the fucking game. Yeah. And obviously that, that doesn't necessarily translate to more complicated 3d games, but there's like one-to-one, -one, but there's mm -hmm. still ways to go about it. I think without implementing it so thoughtlessly, which is the problem with Balan and most hit VO. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, people, people still fucking bitch about Navi from Ocarina of Time from 1998. I was going to say Navi, Navi's a great example of, of hit VO gone wrong. I think. Yeah, um, like that was meme to high heaven, and everybody hated mm -hmm. it. But everybody yep. keeps using that as the example as to what we need to do. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, you know, I get it. I get it. Sometimes you have, uh, you know, focus testers who don't understand where to go, and you got to paint a giant arrow on the ground <laughs> to get them there. But you know, yeah, sometimes there's 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 better ways for sure, and there's ways to do it in such a way that's like non-intrusive to people who know what they're doing yeah and and before anybody like hears this this is not a get good thing all right no. this is not a this is not a oh you know lol you can't no. do dark souls get fucking good scrub <laughs> no i i i, I do mm -hmm. appreciate dark souls's hands off of just learning how to play the game by playing the fucking game but that's mm -hmm. not that, that game that type of game especially because the difficulty is not for fucking everybody it's fine yeah. But I, I, I understand that tutorials need to be there for more complicated games. And oh, HintVO sure. can be there to help guide less experienced players. But, I mean, but don't be so thoughtless about it. Yes, definitely. I think the, you know, the first time I play through a game, I appreciate HintVO to, to a degree. You know, like, like if the, I think the, the, the one that always frustrates me the most is when I'm like struggling on a puzzle or like I'm trying to figure something out and then somebody's like, hey, why don't you do this? And I'm like, why don't you shut up? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just keep your fucking mouth shut, yeah. AI, and stand uh, over in the corner and I'll I'll call you when I don't want you to, you know, when I yeah. want you to do something. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, if you press this button, you can skip the puzzle. How about you fuck off game and let me solve the puzzle <laughs> on my own? Because if I yeah. really am stuck, if I'm stuck on the game, and I want to mm -hmm. get past this puzzle, and I and I'm sick of this puzzle. I'm gonna go to GameFAQs or YouTube. Yeah. I don't yeah. want the game telling me how to do it. Yeah, because it, it, like, it just feels kind of like I also understand people who don't want to do that and do want that. But then mm -hmm. I think that's why it's nice to have options. Yes, I think I think accessibility options are yes. like the best thing ever because it stuff is, you can turn on and off. It is such a beautiful quality of life change when you start. Mm -hmm a game on like a second run like a new game plus <clears throat> mm -hmm. and you, the first thing you fucking get is a box that says disable tutorials yes yes oh, beautiful and then yes. e every i think god of war did that yeah god of war lets me for that god of war lets me turn off tutorials at the because uh, mm -hmm. i turned off tutorials at the start of the game because that's generally mm -hmm. how i roll like i don't i don't because for me like i i personally would rather figure out the game on my own even if it means that i lose out on something initially and I have to figure it out later or whatever 
because yeah. when when I mm -hmm. see a giant text prompt telling me how to play the game pop up on my screen, that breaks my immersion. Yeah. Uh, or when I have someone screaming at me every 30 seconds to progress forward or solve a puzzle or do something, it breaks my immersion. So, like, if you give me an option to, like, give me an option to turn off tutorials or lessen hint VO, that's fine. You can then implement as much fucking hint VO or as many tutorials as you want. I don't fucking care. So long as you give me an option to turn that shit off. But the amount of games that I played where they don't allow you to do that is very upsetting. Yeah. And, and, and it just, it makes me sad. Because I'm just like, I, I remember somebody telling me, oh, nobody stops playing a game because there's too many tutorials or hint VL. It's like, no, I did. I stopped playing Skyward Sword because the game wouldn't shut the fuck up. Holy <laughs> shit. I, I also quit Skyward Sword halfway through. Like, Fee, oh, Fee is, my God. I, I didn't even make it played. halfway through. I, I quit at the first dungeon because Fee would not shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. Like, all right, Kat, let me, let me explain it to you. Like, so Sky I, okay, I've I've watched the Grumps play Skyward Sword. I do know, I do know the the the, the nonstop hints. Oh, oh, but but I'm sure you do. But this is the exact moment that made me quit. Oh no! All right. So already Skyward Sword is not off to a great start because it's off to this fucking two to three hour long fucking tutorial major story beat shit. And it's like I just want a fucking adventure, man. Just let me go. Get me out of this place. Whatever. Anyways. We're finally able to leave. And the mayor of the village is like, you know, before you leave, you should get a shield to protect yourself. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I walk out. I walk outside and there's an NPC there and I talk to him. He's like, oh, you're about to go on an adventure? Here, take my shield. It'll help you. I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's fucking convenient. I don't have to fucking buy one. I now have a shield. <laughs> that's, that's fine. I don't care. That's fine. I'm off to a great start. I walk 10 feet away from that NPC. The game stops me. And Fee pops out and goes, Master, you should get a shield. Now, never mind. I was just told that I should have a shield 30 you seconds ago. Given one. I've been given one 15 seconds ago. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I then progress however long it was, an hour to get to the first dungeon, and right as I'm about to enter the first dungeon, the game stops me again. Sophie can pop out and go, Master, you should get a shield. Despite the fact that I've had one for an hour now. Fee, and, I'm carrying one. <laughs> and it was at this point where I quit the game, ejected the disc, and put the game back <laughs> on my shelf, and I have not booted it up ever since. Oh my god. I already was not enjoying the, the, the motion controls. Uh, uh, -huh. uh, but just... I don't need that level of condescending shit. Of just... Yeah. I, I have already done this requirement. And if you're implementing shit so thoughtlessly where I have the thing... But yeah. you're giving me a reminder anyway... Mm -hmm. I know it seems minor and petty, but it's like, no, fuck that. I can play something better that is not yelling at me and whining at me like i i, I I'll, I'll fucking replay majora's mask or ocarina of time or wind waker or or or, or a non-zelda game like stop it and then breath of the wild comes out and it's like hey we're not gonna give you really any tutorials go ham and then everybody i know praises breath of the wild and i'm like hey 
Yep. You love Breath of the Wild and its lack of tutorials, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. And then they're like, and then I'm like, so can we like maybe ease back in the tutorials for our game? No. Oh, fuck you. No. <laughs> no, we can't. But you just said that that's good game design. No, we can't. We have to hold everybody's hand. Mm. Mm. Well, it's we based have, on not a video game. We have veered a little bit off from Resident Evil. <laughs> it's but on it, to but on to necessary topics. That's it, true. It, it does tie slightly into Resident Evil just because, like, uh, the the hint vo in in uh in the Chris section in the Chris section, and even to an extent Resident Evil Six because I remember when you and I were streaming that I kept telling you, doesn't this feel overly focus tested <laughs> and overly oh, handholdy? Yeah. Oh yeah, yes, it, it I just, do remember that. It refuses to let you discover shit on your own, and yes, just yes, just... that yeah, that's the. And I, I'm trying to think of specifically a game where this happens, but like, because I, I'm thinking, I think I am thinking of the Resident Evils because yeah, there were a couple of times where I would try to explore something, and it would just be like, oh, you're going over here, and I was like, sure, I will eventually, but can I do other things first? Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no, you no. can't. No, you can't. Mm -mm. That's that's you're going over here. That's that's why I liked uh, Resident Evil Seven and Resident Evil Two. When I turn off the tutorials, the game just mm -hmm. lets me do whatever the fuck I want and explore whatever the fuck I want without screaming at me twenty four seven. I don't have Marvin screaming at me over the radio every thirty seconds. Leon. Leon, you gotta get to the thing. Mm -hmm. It's me, Marvin. You gotta get to the thing and solve the puzzle Remember so you can get out of here. <laughs> or you don't. You don't have. Zoe Baker calling you up every <gasps> 60 seconds. Oh, you know what I was thinking of, actually? Mm -hmm. uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 does this a lot. Oh, yeah. No, I actually, I stopped playing Luigi's Mansion 3 because of the exact yeah. same thing. I uh, I played it I played it through to completion because uh, Will and I were um, on, like, kind of a uh, a co-op kick a bit. Sure. And that, that co-op is also not great. It's it's definitely no you play as Mario's hat in Odyssey. Oh. Uh. That that is, that shit is the the jam for co op, but uh, this one is like not at all. But uh... yeah, I, <laughs> but yeah, I, I... yeah. The 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 constant like egad calling you up to tell you like where to go after you got a thing that you know where it goes to. I'm like, can we not do this, please? I know this is a kids game. But, like, can we just have a thing where, like, if I'm confused, if I just loaded back in, I can look at what my objective is? That's or, all I need. <laughs> or I could press a button to call EGAD to get a reminder, as opposed yeah. to being stopped every 30 seconds because I, I wandered off course and I wanted to explore and I wanted to collect money. Yep. Yeah. No, we, yes. we, need, we need to take more pages out of the Doom Slayer book of tutorials, where Sam Hayden starts telling you things and you just break whatever device is bringing you his voice yeah i, I love that yeah Do doom 2016's opening where it's trying to start off with the typical triple a we're going to tutorialize stuff and give you this massive plot exposition and doom slayer is like no no you're not and just I, fuck you we're here to we're here to rip and tear and not necessarily in that order like <laughs> Oh god, that game slaps so hard. Oh, that 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 game fucks. Uh, and that's that's another thing, Cat. When, once pandemic is over, you're playing through Doom 2016 with me on the couch next to you as I'm as I'm oh. heckle. Amazing, awesome. Oh, that would that would make for uh maybe perhaps a good future episode because I plan on for my stream doing Heretic, 
which oh, is uh, a game that was licensed uh, by John Romero with the Doom Engine. Cool. So we could kind of do like an id episode. Yeah, there That'd you go. Cool. That'd be fun. And I, you know, I was also kind of thinking about uh, at some point. At some point, we can actually do like or figure out some way to do like a round an in person roundtable podcast. Yes. Oh yeah, everyone's got fun. their shots. Yeah. 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 Someday. 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 I don't know. Work. I don't know about setup because setup setup wouldn't be too hard. You know. I mean, I brought my streaming shit over to your house. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, as long like depending on comfort levels for folks. Yeah. That that could be a that could be an eventual thing we do. Yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. And then and and we got Eternal Darkness still. Yeah. All all sorts oh of shit. God. Resident Evil Revelations too. That's right. Uh, all all yeah. sorts of goofy shit. Uh, and then once I get you through Doom 2016, you get to do go through Doom Eternal, which slaps even <laughs> fucking harder. Awesome. awesome. Oh, that's that's where I get to be the black sheep because I don't like Doom Eternal. Oh, interesting. I, yeah. I am. I'm very interested in hearing that. Actually, I actually didn't finish it. Oh. I dropped Doom Eternal. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have we'll have fun with that one. Yeah. yeah we will. I'm, I'm here for I'm here for the spicy podcasts. Yeah, the I, I am too. First spicy podcast. Yeah. The hot take. I'm 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 genuinely uh d don't I don't want to know anything about why you don't like Doom Eternal. No, nope, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna Beautiful. save it. Uh, because yep. because that was my favorite game of last year. I yep, love I'm, Doom I'm Eternal. Gonna, oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it all saved up. But yeah, Doom Doom 2016. Fucking. Oh, that that. Cool. I, I can't cool. gush enough about it. So that'll be a fun one. Yeah, that'll be awesome. fun. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. So I guess we well, should end, uh, end this one, maybe, because we've gone yeah. off the rails. Idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think, I think all of our, uh, I think all of our thoughts on village are contained within the first uh, hour and a half of this uh, video, and then, mm -hmm. then and, a half uh, an hour of waffling. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, Lee, you, you pretty much perfectly encapsulated everything we love about it, and then the, the discussion afterward was, was pretty much the problems that we had. Yeah. 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 It was I think uh final verdict I guess for the game I would say it's still worth even full price. Yeah. Even like yes, just absolutely. for purely for the the lord stuff. Even yeah. even the factory I will include in that. I like, I I would I would agree even as I think the the one who likes it the least. Um mm -hmm. the parts that slap slap fucking mm. really hard. So fucking the, hard. Yeah, uh, uh entire castle Demetrisk and the the dollhouse are phenomenal oh and you know what something i didn't bring up the reveal that you're holding your daughter's head oh yeah that yeah, really gutted me that was that was that, good like, that was a genuinely good like emotional gut punch yeah i was impressed and 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 uh ethan's voice actor delivered itself oh he, he fucking perfectly it. honestly lee i know you're like like I know you're gonna cosplay as uh, Heisenberg, and uh, I, I strongly support it. And even though I didn't love the game, I'm like, I'm kind of down to just cosplay as Ethan. Kinda oh, that'd be yeah. Bag bag on my head. I just need to like get the costume. There you go. Perfect. And and that and would be a fucking funny cosplay. Would be to put a literal bag on your head That's, and have the rest of the costume be so obviously Ethan. That is that is a hundred percent my plan. Just fuck up, fuck up my left hand, and uh, get the get the costume down. Actually, be before we can go, before we go, one one last mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. We all like Ethan, right? Yes. Yeah. 
what the fuck is up with the internet hating Ethan? <laughs> Why? What, what's up with the internet? I, I don't they know. They hate Ethan? Yeah, like, so much of the fandom seems to hate Ethan as a character, and I don't understand it. But why? I, I don't. Well, I was telling you about do? nothing. I was telling you about it so, the other day, where it's like, where oh, like yeah. there was that one person who was like projecting super hard of like Ethan's probably like a mansplainer Trump supporter. It's like the fuck are you getting this shit from? What? What is this um, nonsense? I think the unfortunate answer to that is those people are the same ones that Capcom keeps bringing back old faithful characters to satisfy. Maybe. Mm. Like, I think those I, I are the know. people who are like, I want to play the Resident Evil for for Leon and Claire and fuck all these new characters. Like, even though, like, put yourself back to, like, when Resident Evil 2 you went from out. RE1 to RE2. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, who's this young rookie cop? And, oh, and Chris's sister. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Or, like, even some of the characters that went over really well in the later games, like Sheva. Sheva's fucking awesome. I love Sheva. Sheva's great. Um, like, genuinely, Wester's not son. even, like... I love Jake, Jake, right? Jake is his name? Yeah, Jake was cool. Yeah. Um, I I think Ethan is just getting flack because he's he's the new flavor. He's the new hotness, not the old busted. And, yep. and I think he's an easy target because he's literally meant to be a little bit of a, a self-insert because he's faceless. Yeah. Maybe. It's easy. It's easy to shit on him, but no, I, I, I especially like him after the events of eight when, like, they established he had some training because of Chris. Yeah. So he's like yeah. a little bit more of a badass. The, the first time you reload your pistol and he does the two clip in one hand maneuver, oh, and you're just like, oh, oh, Ethan came to play this time. Yeah, like my baby boy grew up. <laughs> my baby boy's all grown up. He's banging witches. He's. <laughs> Like oh, I, I, my boy. I don't know. Like I can kind of understand maybe because everybody has different preferences, but like it's it's the projection of of stuff that isn't even related to the game. Yeah. Like where I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about, yeah. Jesse? What the fuck are you talking? About? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I'm like to the the internet all the time, and I'm just like, why? I mean, even though I'm I'm gonna kind of break my I'm gonna kind of break my rule about not talking about work stuff. Um. There was a meme that was going around and somebody it was like it was like how people would respond to a text from you being in the hospital. Mm. Do you remember that one? Kinda, yeah. I've, I've seen somebody variants did of it, that. Yeah. Somebody familiar. did it somebody did it with Last of Us two characters, and they specifically had 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 a picture of Mel that was incredibly unflattering and had her respond with like did I ask or something like that? And I'm mm. like, y'all know Mel's an actual doctor that we very, very strongly establish is more concerned about people being injured than her own safety. Yeah. There's, there's an actual cinematic in the game where she has been, sh she's, she's like eight months pregnant. She has been shot and she is tending the wound of someone who was shot in the hand. She's been shot in the back, like grazed in the back. And she's tending the, and they, they like find out while she's tending his hand that like, oh my God, you're injured too. And she's still like, no, no, no he's got like, she's trying to take care of this other person. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, I get, I get your ships guys, but you cannot read a character so very wrong when it's 
in yeah. the lore, <laughs> like in the actual game itself, yeah. that she is an incredibly caring person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was just like, as people, people just, you know, and it's so for, I don't know if Lee has played Last of Us 2. No. So Mel is like the other woman in this love triangle for like Abby. So that's that's why people who are people who are into Abby being with the guy in the love triangle mm-hmm. are like very anti Mel. And I'm like, OK, I, I get it. But like you also have to understand that, like, we're presenting them as human beings and yeah. she's presented as a very nice human being. <laughs> And at least for me, I'm on team. They should both dump Owen because Owen's a piece of oh, shit. Oh, a hundred percent. We're not going to talk too much more about about work stuff because I don't I don't yeah, like to stamp work on this podcast. But yes, yes, never be mad at the other woman if your man is cheating on you. Just period. This is real life advice. Yeah. If your significant other is cheating, be mad at your significant other. Yeah. All right. Ugh. Yeah. And with that. Well, uh, yeah, we, we, we've had we've had more false endings on this than uh, Infinity War and Endgame put together. Oh, oh, geez. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we've had more fake endings than uh, the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, I don't know if we've gotten Red that Dead Redemption. Oh, nice. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, so once again, uh, thank you for what we're listening to Gooncast. Um, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Saber0307. Um. Yeah, hopefully this should, this should be up pretty soon. Are you guys gonna outro yourselves or? No. Okay. <laughs> well, fuck you then. I will. All right. This has been Lee Alder, the Valley Jester. You can check my shit on Twitch at Twitch.tv/ValleyJester, and on my website LeeAlderCreative.com. I've got a I've got a new project in the works that is nonfiction that I think is going to be quite exciting. Uh, I'm not comfortable sharing news on it quite yet, but we'll get there. Okay, very cool. Is it just a documentary about my madness at Ballon? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I need more footage. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's like Lee's like fuck you, Saber. I said I wasn't talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about it. There we go. Uh. And yeah, just to quickly out for myself, the attack cat playing some Nancy Drew games, doing some mystery games, and probably, probably ghost hunting with you guys soon. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Actually, maybe by the time this is out, who knows? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> all right. So, uh, anyways, we'll we'll catch you all in the next episode where we talk about Twin Peaks: The Return because <gasps> we finally finished it, and Speaking we have a lot to of say. Endings. So, Speaking uh, of endings that left all of us speechless. Yeah. There you go. Oof. Nice tease. <laughs> all right. Uh, goodbye. Everybody get fucked. We pop in pills. Hunt in ghosts. Raise the oak up. Let's make a toast. Got that switch flipped straight to automatic. Carved straight through the electrostatic. This farmhouse ghost playing hard to get I flip the breaker, I'm feeling slick. Glow stick gives me the evidence green handprint around my dick. Keep this belief hung in suspension, send yo bitch ass to the meat dimension. Think thrice, for ye approach us. We don powdered wigs, equip the blunderbuss. Think thrice, for ye approach us. Our dogs doth bark and pull upon thine cuffs. Indeed, 
think thrice before you approach us. Tis chamber music, indeed. We make the chamber music. No levity amongst the lunatics. The hoons and the goons. We write the chamber music. Not a single clean stall anywhere in this place. We gotta improvise. You can use my face. I'm tired of begging in this house of death. Just call me Seiko. I'm out of breath. I feel you vibbing on me girl. I think that's really sweet. But I'll wait until you're dead. Photograph your titty meat. You can keep your abs and claim you scored. I meet my girls through the Ouija board. Think thrice, for ye approach us. We don powdered wigs, equip the blunderbuss. Think thrice, for ye approach us. Our dogs doth bark and pull upon thine cuffs. Indeed, think thrice before you approach us. Tis chamber music, indeed. We make the chamber music. No levity amongst the lunatics. The hoons and the goons. We write the chamber music. Necromancy on fleek. Don't even try hard. Picking up a hot date from the local graveyard. Ghost hunting love language. Call it emph jive. Life of the party and she ain't even alive. Smudge stick haze ruined my attempts. Blue balled so hard. I got freezing temps. Think thrice, for ye approach us. We don powdered wigs, equip the blunderbuss. Think thrice, for ye approach us. Our dogs doth bark and pull upon thine cuffs. Indeed, think thrice before you approach us. Tis chamber music, indeed. We make the chamber music. No levity amongst the lunatics. The hoons and the goons. We write the chamber music.